This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. Secrets to a productive life. I know each and every one of us want to be productive. We want to live a productive life. And to be very frank, that is exactly what God uh, wants from us. God wants us to be productive. God wants our lives to be productive. So, and that's what we're, that's where we are going tonight. And I know as you as you listen, the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. So we're starting tonight very quickly to in the book of John chapter 15. If you are in the room, you're going to see that on your screen. If you are watching online, that will be displayed on your screen as well. John chapter 15 and verse 8. The Bible says, By this my father is glorified. By this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples, that you bear more fruit. You see, productivity is written all over the Bible. But you see, in most cases in the Bible, you're going to see it as fruitfulness. The word fruitfulness means to be productive. That's the exact word when you see fruitfulness. It means to be productive. And that is God's design for us. He said, this is, this is what glorifies him if we are productive. Like I said, productivity has everything to do with increase. Productivity. So productivity has everything to do with our increase. Everything. I didn't say some things. Everything. God said he wants us to be productive in every area of our life. This is what gives God glory. Because that productivity will bring increase in our lives. So productivity, I want to define it for us tonight. Tonight, productivity is making effective use of what God has given you. Making effective use of what God has given you. Another word for productivity is stewardship. Stewardship. So everything you've been given, God wanted to use that in your life. And that is what will bring increase in your life. So God's ultimate desire is that we make notable progress. Notable progress. That is the desire of God for every one of us. So God made us to be fruitful. He made us to be fruitful. It is God's will that will make progress in every dimension of our lives. That is his plan and his will. I want you to receive that and believe it. God doesn't want us to, to be at the back. God's desire is that we'll always succeed, that we'll always progress, that we'll always expand, enlarge, and increase. That is God's uttermost plan for our lives. Glory to God. So we've seen that it is God's plan for us to be productive, for us to see increase. Can we shout glory to God? Okay, and the second scripture, John, John chapter 15 and verse 2, John, I just want to lay a little foundation before I enter to the core teaching tonight. John chapter 15 and verse 2, uh, the Bible says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, that does not bear fruit, takes, he takes away. And every branch that bear fruit, he prunes that he may bear more fruit. So God's desire is that we must be productive. We must be productive. It is never God's desire for us to be at the same level that we started from. That's what he said. He wants us to progress. He wants us to advance. It's his desire. It's his purpose. It's his plan. Amen. So you see, everything that is alive grows. Every living thing grows. So it, it, it is in God's plan to see us grow. So our influence, our 
the growing in influence, growing in comprehension of spiritual truth, growing in our finances, growing in every areas of our lives is God's utmost intention. This is intention for each and every one of us. And he said, the more we are productive, the more he enables us to be more productive. So productivity is something that you must emphasize or pay close attention to in every areas of your life because that is God's utmost plan for us. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Okay, the next scripture. Now the next scripture is Psalm chapter 1 and verse 3. Psalm chapter 1 and verse 3. The Bible says that he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit productivity in his season whose leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he does prosper. You see, it ties productivity to prosperity. It ties productivity to prosperity. He said that he brings forth fruit. You see, that productivity it was due to your prosperity. So, until we are productive, we are far from prospering in the areas that God wants us in our lives. So we have been called to a life of grace. We have been called to a life of increase. We have been called to a life of productivity. We have been called to a life of enlargement. So increase and enlargement is part of the believer's heritage. So I want us to understand this. Is part of our heritage. You refuse to remain small. You might start small, you might, you might look small, but you never receive that that is your portion. Never receive that you are designed to be like that. Never receive that, that your life is designed to stop where it is right now. So you must pay attention and receive the word that God's plan and purpose for our lives is is for us to see increase, for us to enlarge, and for us to enjoy everything he has destined for us. Can you shout hallelujah? So if you see, if you don't believe the word of God, the anointing of God has nothing to validate. So the function and the goal of the anointing is to validate the sent word. So God wants to see that word and you receive it. Then the anointing of God can validate that word in your life. So the first thing you have to believe that this is God's word. This is God's position. This is God's plan. God wants me to increase. God wants me to increase. God wants the best for me. God has never designed us to be at the back. His design is that we go forward in every area of our lives. And that will be your testimony tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. So I'm going to go now to what I want to talk about tonight. Now, secret to productive living or productive life. We want to take one tonight. What, what, what are the secrets? We're talking about a life of productivity. Now, I, don't, I use the word on sc- uh, you see on the screen, discover your refine or discover and refine your gift uh, for, us to, for people to understand what I mean. But the secret to your productive life is what I call seed. Somebody say seed. Seed is a secret. Until a seed gets into the ground, you can, there's, there's no way you're going to see increase. So, seed is number one way. Is the secret of every productive life and prospering life is a seed. Nothing happened without a seed. And God never created us without a seed. I will show you. Glory to God. So we have been made as a seed in us. That's a seed in us. And that seed is what I call gift. Everyone was born with a seed. God never made anything in this world without a seed. When you pick a mango fruit, the seed of that mango fruit, is in, the, the seed is in that fruit. So everything God made, God put the seed in that thing he made. A mango fruit, the seed is in there. That's why when you plant the seed, you get multiple of fruits. And when you pick the fruit, the fruit again, and you take the seed, and you plant the seed, you see fruits. 
So, so is in our lives. God never made each and every one of us without a seed. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis 1 verse 28. That's where I'm going to kick off this, this teaching. I know this is going to bless your life. I can tell you that right now. Genesis 1 verse 28. The Bible says that then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful. Be fruitful. And what? And multiply. And multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. You see, God, God, when God made man, God said, be fruitful. The word fruitful there does not mean to make babies. The word fruitful there means to be productive. And God said, be fruitful because God cannot be telling someone to be fruitful when he has not given the person a seed. He didn't say be seedful. He said be fruitful. Because the seed is already in us. The seed is already in the man. God did not need to get a seed. That's why he didn't say be seedful or have a seed. He said be fruitful. Glory to God. Because we have the seed. Because the seed is already in us. So we are created to be we are created with this seed of influence in our lives. Every believer, we are created with this seed of influence. It's already in us. You don't have to look for it. So your seed is your gift. Your seed is your gift. Every one of us, God has given you a seed. Glory to God. And I can tell you the truth. Until you discover that seed, you can never be productive. It's that seed and that gift that brings out your effectiveness. Your effectiveness will manifest when you discover what God has put in you and you begin to refine that gift and refine that gift and you see you being effective. So your source, your seed is your source of significance. Your seed is your source of significance, is your source of relevance. And your gift or your seed, God has given it to you so he can lead you and, and take you to places you never thought possible in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? So being fruitful means to be productive. It means to produce. It means that God has empowered you. The empowerment is already in us. So I, was, I want to say this very importantly tonight. You see, education cannot give you a seed. This is very important. Education can never give you a seed. What education will do, it will refine your seed. Education can never give you a seed. I've never seen anybody get rich through education. I've never seen anybody get rich through education. One thing education does is that introduce you to a life of continuous learning. It helps you to know how to learn. That's what education does. I've never seen education make anybody rich. So education cannot give you a seed. What education will do, education will just refine the seed. So the more we discover what that seed is and begin to refine that seed, the more we see increase in our lives. The more we see prosperity in our lives. And this is a very important teaching. This is not a normal teaching, but I want us to understand how this thing works. Can you shout amen? So you will never get your greatness from education. Your greatness is from you discovering the seed that God has given it, put into your life, the gifting God has put into your life, and you begin to refine that gift, and you see yourself prospering. Can you shout amen? So once you know your seed, you can take the right education. So for us, most of us, we don't wait to find what the seed is. We just get into education, what is invoked. And we miss the seed. Because the seed in us is what will produce the greatness. So, but most times, we don't wait to find out what the seed is before we get education. We get education after we start looking for the seed. 
Are you shouting, man? So, and the seed is what will bring the fruit. The seed is what will bring the, the fruit. Talk about the prosperity, the greatness, the increase. That's the seed that will bring it. So, God wants us to, it's not late if you have not discovered one. But what God is saying, once you discover that seed, then you are on your highway to your greatness. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Okay. Um, the book of uh, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 16. Proverbs 18 verse 16. We go through Bible study or go into midweek service to break some things down which we cannot be able to do on Sunday morning so we can understand more and understand better. So that's why our teaching, our Bible study must be a little bit different from our Sunday services. But this is to help build your faith, to help you discover who God has called you to be. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. So um, the, the Bible says, um, Proverbs chapter 18, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 16. You can see that on your screen. The Bible says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. The key to your effectiveness and productivity is discovering that gift, refining that gift, and serving that gift to the world. When you discover the gift, you refine that gift, you serve that gift. Most people live their life without discovering what the gift God has given them. They don't discover at all. But the instance of this teaching is for us to learn how to discover what is it that God has put inside me that is designed to take me to my, to my greatness? We must discover what it is. Every one of us, I will show you from the scripture, God has given us a seed. So your gift is your source of significance and to live without discovering your assignment is to die, is to is to die in misalignment. We are designed to discover our assignment in life because that is what will bring whatever God has, has put in us. That is what will bring the manifestation of prosperity and greatness in our lives. So your discovering of the substance that God has put in you is what gives you the space, the space in destiny. The Bible said the gift of a man will make room for him. We that is, until we discover our gift, it's difficult for us to find the space that we need in destiny. It's that gift that launches us and gives us that space in destiny that will catapult us to our desire, uh, God's desire plan for us. So if you, if you are not using your gift, then you will not be as effective as you should, as you should be. If you don't discover God's given gift in your life, you will not be as productive or as effective as God has designed your life to be. In fact, the truth still remains that if you are not living in accordance to your gifting, you will be dissatisfied. It doesn't matter what you got. The highest level of dissatisfaction in life is when you are not living in accordance to the calling of God in your life. There's high level of dissatisfaction in the world today because we have not discovered our gifting. We are not working in line with our gifting. So if you cannot discover your gifting and refine the, your gifting and serve that gift to the world, get ready for dissatisfaction. And the greatest thing every one of us is looking for in life is satisfaction. So the question is, are you satisfied where you are? Are you satisfied what is going on in your life? So God wants us to begin to walk in his plan and his purposes for our lives. Can you shout hallelujah? You see, one thing about this is that when you don't discover your gifting, I can tell you anything if you, let me put it this way. When you don't discover your gifting and refine your gifting, anything can distract you. Distraction is inevitable. That's why people keep running from one place to the other because they, they have not discovered. They are, they are losing focus because they have not discovered. Look at what 
my purpose is. Look at, look at what my gifting is. Look at what I need to do. So they keep running from one place to the other. But if you can discover it and stay there, I can tell you, things will happen in your life. Can you shout, can you shout a loud amen? Okay, I want to read a scripture. First, first Peter chapter 4, verse 10. First Peter 4, 10. The Bible says, as each one has received a gift. You see, he said, each one of us has received a gift. So, God is not saying, I'm going to give you one. God is saying, every one of us has received, has received, has received. So, we have a gift. So, there's no way to say, I don't have any gift. So, I want you to rule that out. Because God never made any fruit without a seed. So, God is saying that every one of us has received a gift Minister it to one another as good steward of the manifold grace of God. So, the first step is discovery. The second step is refining. And once you keep refining your gift and serving it to the world, I can tell you, you're going to be, you know, you're on your way to increase. So, productivity has everything to do with discovering that gift. Because the more you discover, the more you dis the more you the more you refine that gift, the more productive you are. The more you refine that gift, the more productive you are. Can you shout hallelujah? So whatever what you see, why I'm saying this is that someone will say, Ah, you know, I don't have a gift. But I want to tell you something. God, whatever God calls for, He provides for. Whatever God is Whatever he calls for, he provides for. Whatever God demand, demand from us, he has already put it inside of us. God cannot be demanding something when he has not given it to you. Whatever he demands, he has already put inside of us. Whatever God demands, he supplies. Whatever he demands, he supplies. Whatever God expects from you, he injects into you. If God is expecting it from you, he has injected into your life. Can you shout amen? So whatever God assigns, God designs. And whatever God, whatever gift God has given unto you has been designed by God to take you to your next level. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout glory to God? So we have been created with graces and gifting and abilities. That's what he's saying. So there's no room to say, I don't have one. All we need to do is to discover it. Because that is the key to our productive living. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Now, um, John chapter 6, verse 14 to verse 15. Glory to God. John, John chapter 14. Hallelujah. John chapter 14, verse 15 to verse 16. The Bible says that then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, 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 said, this truly is the prophet who is to come into the world. Therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. So you see, what I'm trying to say is that Jesus knew what the gift in, his, in him was. He knew what he was born to accomplish. So, it was easy for him to avoid distraction. They were coming to make him the king of the Jews. When he had been designed to be, the, to be the king of the world, he had been designed to be savior, our savior, but they want to make him the king of the Jews, and he ran away. So, because he discovered the gift in his life, he discovered what God had put, it, put inside him. He never allow any kind of distraction to take him out of that purpose. So, in our lives, when we discover what that gift is, and we focus on it, it helps us to avoid various kinds of distraction in life. Distraction cannot be avoided until it is discovered. Can you shout hallelujah? So, Jesus knew exactly what his assignment was, and he avoided that distraction. And it is God's plan for us to understand what it is, what the purpose he has for us is, and for us to fulfill it. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Okay. I'm just doing a little bit of teaching tonight. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 29. 
Proverbs 22 and verse 29. Um, I'm going to show us, there's a scripture I want to show us at the end of this service. It's going to help someone. I don't have it on the screen. Everybody have to open your Bible when I get there. If you're watching online or you're in the room, you're going to open your Bible. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. It says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall stand before kings. He shall stand before kings. Glory to God. He said, He shall not stand before mean men. See thou a man that is diligent. See that a man that is very, very effective and productive is going to stand before great, great men. What it, what it means is that he will mentor kings. So people who look for you, people, people will look for you based on your gifting. Based, you see, nothing distinguishes a man like gift. Like discovering that one thing you are made for. Can you shout hallelujah? Look at, look at footballers, for instance. Most of them are making millions of dollars because of discovering the gift of using their legs. Look at the people that, that are into, into uh, American football, into sports, into one kind of, into music, into one kind, like one kind of thing or the other. Who those, those things are their gift. You check the rate at which they prosper compared to the rate at which, you know, they wouldn't have prospered if they did not do that. The difference is clear because of discovery. And having the faith to step into the purpose of God in their life. And you shout hallelujah. So the more you refine your gift, the more productive you are, you become, the more valuable you become, and the more your worth. The more your worth. Our 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 worth is based on our level of productiveness. The way to change our worth is to keep refining our gift. The more you refine that gift, the more valuable you become. The more valuable you become. And the more your income increases. The more you see change, the more you see, the more you see change in your, in your income or what you receive. Can you shout hallelujah? So if you discover and develop your gift, your income will change. Your, it will change. So the thing is that we must continue. It's not, some, it's not a one-time thing. This is something that we do continuously. The more you refine. You see, the world can the world we live in can define your salary, but the world you live in cannot define or decide your income. Our income is decided and determined at the level at which we keep refining our gift. Our income is limitless. I know in the world they will tell this is my net income. In the kingdom of God, we don't have any net income. The net income we have, our income is based on the level at which we keep refining our gift. We keep climbing up financially. So we, there's a definition or your, your salary can be decided, but your income cannot be decided. So the more you refine your gift, the more valuable you become, the more your worth, the more you see things change in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? So we must refine our gift to be valuable. We must refine our gift to be valuable. You know, some of these teaching, when it comes to teaching some of these things, I take my time to break it down so we can understand it. You know, so it's good to bring some of these teaching to the body of Christ. So the more we refine our gift, the more valuable it becomes. You see, most young people, most young people today, they they spend most of their time roaming about on social media, wasting the whole time. And we, we cannot be valuable that way. The more you make effective use of your time in refining that gift, the more valuable you become. And you see, see your, the more valuable you become, the more your, your life changes. You change level. So I want us to begin to come to that point where we are going to become indispensable. In every field of endeavor, indispensable. Glory to God. So, so God wants us to keep refining our gift. So we must be intentional in our approach to life. We must be very, very intentional in our approach to life. Like some people believe that 
whatever God wants to happen in their life is going to happen no matter what, even if they do nothing. That is not true. Salvation is not a call to laziness. So if you, God wants to do things in your life, but we have a responsibility, we have a part to play. We don't sit down and, and wish that things will happen. That's just, a, that's, a, that's just a joke. God wants us, if we do our path, I can tell you that God will do his path. And God's purpose is for us to be on increase in every area of our life. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, I'm going to give you an instance. You see, that's in Africa, I don't know whether it's here, that's a, that's a tree they call the palm, the palm tree. The palm tree. I don't know. The, the palm tree has the palm fruit. Most of these trees are very, very long. Very, very long. And you know what? For you to get that palm fruit or palm, palm fruit, it's like, in a, it's like it, they come in bunches. They devise all kinds of, of skill. Some people will tie something on their, on, their, on their waist to climb that tree to get that fruit. Why? Because they really need it. Then you see, when you are vulnerable, people will inconvenience, they will inconvenience themselves to get to you. They will do everything possible because they need what you carry. So we must refine our dream in such a way that we are indispensable in our area, in our, in our, in our callings, in our work, in our careers. We must, we must strive to be at that top notch because that is where God has destined us to be. Can you shout hallelujah? And one of the ways to do this, I'm going I'm to share very quickly. I know I'm, I have like 30 minutes more tonight. Um, one of the ways is for us to keep educating ourselves. Educating ourselves. You see, school will give you little knowledge. We give you the basis. But our level of growth depends on how we we'll keep ourselves. What we put inside us. The, the associations that we have the books that we read, the things that we listen to, the things that we hear, these are factors that decides how, how we can go, the height we can go in life. Can we shout hallelujah? So God wants us to pay attention and be intentional in our approach to life because he has already designed us to prosper us. He has designed us to bless us. But we must be very intentional on the outcomes and results that we desire in our lives. Can we shout hallelujah? Okay. Um, second, Timothy, second, second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. 2 Timothy 2 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth. So what God is saying is that Study to show yourself approved. We must be we must be a consistent, continuous learners for us to see things happen in our lives. So we must be consistent. We're learning and learning. The more we learn, that's what we call refining. The more you know about your gift, about a subject, the better you become about that subject. So in your life, the more you know about a thing, your gifting. Whatever your gifting is in life, get to know more. Don't stop where you are now. Keep learning. Keep improving. Keep learning. Because that is what will catapult you to where you want to be. Can you shout hallelujah? So you refine your gift by investing in your gift. You refine by investing. Investing and reading books and things that are related to that gift. That's how you refine it. So investing in friendship and associations and companies that will refine that gift, that will bring out the best in you based on the calling or what God has placed inside your life. So everything that is of value, I say this again, everything that is of value is of great demand. It's of great demand. Everything that is of value is of great demand. People will do anything to get it. They can pay anything to get it. So God wants us to be at that level where we are at a great demand. And the way, we, the way to get to that point is for us to keep working on ourselves. Keep improving. And you see, there's no devil that can stop us if we can believe the truth of God's word. There's no force in hell that can hold us 
down from getting to where God wants us to be. No devil. So I want to have this kind of mentality that I've been designed not to remain small. You may be small now. You may not be where you used to be, where you, where you ought to be. But if you are there and keep improving and seeing the end, the destination, we'll get there. So God wants us to believe that we can achieve that dream. That we can fulfill that purpose. So it doesn't matter what the challenges may be. Don't believe that you're going to end where you are. Don't believe that you're designed to end where you are. It's not possible. If you can receive this truth I'm sharing with you tonight, you can end where you are. I prophesy to someone's life tonight. I said you can end where you are. In the name of Jesus, God will expand and increase you. In Jesus' name. So, see, the, the, vast, the vast majority, the vast majority of the reward in the, that we need in our lives, they are in the hands of those who are in desperate need. The rewards, the, the majority, the vast majority of the rewards we are looking for, they are in the hands of those who are in desperate need of our services or what we can provide. So once they, once they see you that you can able to deliver that, money is not a problem. They can give you whatever you need for them to get what they're looking for. Because they have seen you as a person of value. And they can do anything to get what they're looking for from you. Can you shout hallelujah? So we must strive to be indispensable. You see, it's the solutions that we are giving is what will make us or what will make people to be addicted to us. The solution. Anybody that has the solution, people will be running around the person. Even in your workplace, anybody that has that solution, if it doesn't lack people, people are always the person that has the solution to their needs and to their problems. That is why we must always keep striving. We might not be there now, but I want to have this focus in your mind that my life will get to that point where everyone will be looking for me because of the services I provide. Because of the help I'm rendering. That is what should be your focus. That, that, that should be what you see. And when you see that, it will make you to work. It will make you to strive so that you can become that person of your dream. Can you shout hallelujah? So we cannot rise to a point, we, we can rise to a point where competition is impossible. Why? How can, how can that happen in our lives? But we continue and continually refine our gift. We can rise to a level where competition is impossible. Amen? And God wants us to sharpen our gifts and our ability in such a way that will become an impossible, will be, will be, be, be an impossible, an impossible tool in this generation. So God is encouraging us for us to be productive. We must continue. We must continue to refine the gifting in our lives. Can we shout glory to God? Okay. Uh, Daniel chapter 1, this is my last scripture tonight. Daniel chapter 9 and verse 2. Daniel chapter 9 and verse 2. The Bible says, I, Daniel, understood by what? By books. Understood by books. He was, he was in four tenors in Babylon because of his high level of understanding. For he has oppositions. There were people that never liked him. But he stood there for four tenors because of his level of revelation and understanding through reading, through sourcing the right information, through refining the gift and the calling of God in his life. So for us to get to any level, I can guarantee you that it's possible. But we must continue to refine, build on ourselves on a daily basis. Every time counts. Every minute counts. The more you invest, the more you see change, the more you see improvement, the more you see yourself going to that extent, to that level, to that desired end that you want. And we shout hallelujah. So I want to challenge us tonight. Never confuse your work for your job. You know, we, we, we have this confusion every time. 
never confuse your work, your job, with your work. You see, when you talk about your job, your job talk about your skill. When you talk about your work, your work. Uh, when you talk about your work, we are talking about your gift. Your gift is your work. Your skill is what you are trained to do. Your job is what you have been trained to do. Your work, your work or your gift is what you are born to do. There is something you are born to do, and there's something you might be trained to do. There are two different things. So we must discover what we have been born to do. Sometimes we are into our skin, our job, so that it can give us an opportunity to refine our gift. That's okay. But you must know that something, that's something you are born to do, that is the gifting of God in your life. And that is, that's why the Bible says, if that gift will open room and make room open doors for you. And it's very, very important in our lives for us to realize what it is and walk in it. Can you shout hallelujah? So we get paid for the problem we solve. And the more sophisticated the problem we solve, the more we earn. That's the truth. So for us to be productive, it's tied to our gifting. And once we have that thing in place, I can tell you prosperity is in our lives. Increase is in our lives. It's in our lives. Sometimes it might take time. But if you, if you keep working on it and working on it and working on it, it will manifest. And Richard, hallelujah. Okay. There's a scripture I want us to read before we pray. I don't have it on the screen. Can someone read um, Zechariah chapter 8, verse 13? If you're watching online, turn to your Bible to that place. That's my last scripture. That's the, actually the last scripture tonight. I don't want to put it on the screen. Zechariah chapter 8 and verse 13. Someone can read for us in the room. Zechariah 8, verse 13. Zechariah 8. If you're watching online, get your Bible to Zechariah 8 and verse 13. Yeah, go ahead. Zechariah 8, verse 13. And it shall come to pass that just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Judah and a house of Israel, so I will save you and you shall be a blessing. Do not fear. Let your hands be strong. Glory to God. From where he read, you can understand with me that he said he will save you. Even though you are a curse, you will be what? A blessing. But let your hands be strong. Do you know that productivity can turn cost to blessing? That's what they're saying. You're being productive. Some people, they, they don't want to do anything, even in the house of the Lord. He said, if your hands can be strong, if you can be productive, if you can be effective, the causes can be turned to blessings. Let your hands be strong. Keep working at it. Be strong working at it. Because say, I'm going to save you and turn the curses into blessings. So, the force of productivity can annul the curses. Can you say hallelujah? It can cancel the curses. It can break the curses. It can stop the curses. So, God wants us to be productive. Productive is the key that breaks every hold of darkness in our lives. It doesn't matter how strong that force may be. Especially in the house of the Lord, be productive. That is what God used to fight your battle. He said, just let your hand be strong. Let your hand be consistent. Be consistent serving God. Be consistent doing the works of God. Be consistent with the things of the kingdom. If you can't be consistent, he said, I am going to break the causes. I'm going to break the causes. So he has the power to transform your life, to change the cost to the blessing. 
So God is requiring from us to be productive. It's a very key tool that will guarantee your deliverance. And this starting from the house of God. So the more you are dedicated to the things of God, the more you are committed to the things of the kingdom, God is saying, I'm going to come save you by myself. I'm going to cancel everything that looks like a curse. I'm going to turn it to a blessing. Somebody receive that. In the name of Jesus. So somebody, let's stand up and thank God tonight. They just, if, you're, if you're watching online, we want to pray, very, we want to pray, have a prayer point on the board before we go. But I just want to thank God if you receive that word tonight. Just thank you. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word tonight. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Thank you, Lord, for strength. We become productive. We become productive. In the name of Jesus, our hearts will never be weak. Our hearts will never be weak. We receive strength to be strong. Serving God in the name of Jesus. Discovering and fulfilling our callings. Father, we thank you tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we give you the glory and praise. Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father. Oh, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. Now, the Bible says this as we pray tonight. It says, for the part of the just is like a shining light that shines and shines and shines even unto the perfect day. So we are designed to keep progressing. We are designed to keep advancing. We are designed to, be, to keep marching forward. I'm going to pray tonight. I'm going to pray. I don't know whatever, that is, whatever you're watching online or you're here. Anything holding your advancement, holding your fruitfulness, holding your increase, holding your enlargement. You're going to break it tonight. Are you ready to pray tonight? You're going to pray. How this to prayer point on the board as we pray? Are you ready? Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for what has been done in my life and destiny so far. But tonight, according to your word, I come, I come to declare that it is time to change level. I receive grace for speed. I break the hold that wants to keep me at the current level. I rise and change level. I command supernatural shift in my life and family. In the name of Jesus, will you pray that prayer? Brasco, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for what you have done. But tonight, according to your word, according to your word, we have come to declare, we have come to declare that everything holding us at our present level, we command that hold to be broken. For everyone hearing me tonight, anything holding you to your current level is broken. It's broken in the name of the Lord. As it's broken in the name of the Lord Jesus. I command a supernatural shift in your life. I decree a supernatural shift in your destiny. You are shifted forward. You are shifted to advance. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we came to declare, we came to decree that every hold that is keeping God's people at their current level is broken tonight. As it is broken tonight, we advance, we change level, we arise and we change level. I decree a change to your conditions. I decree a change to your situation in the name of the Lord Jesus. For I will decree tonight that our levels are changing. Our levels are changing in our businesses, in our careers, in our family lives, in the works of our hands, in everything that we do. We decree tonight in the name of Jesus. Our levels are changing. Our levels are changing. Our levels are changing. Our levels are changing. We decree that tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Our levels are changing. Broskata, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to declare tonight that our level will never remain the same. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we decree a change in our levels, in our destiny, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight. We give you the praise and the glory. Let your name be magnified. In Jesus' name. Our second prayer tonight. Glory to God. I'm going to decree that God should put a high level of dissatisfaction at your current level. And push you to your next level. Sometimes God will do something to trigger dissatisfaction because he wants to change our state. Because he wants to catapult us to something greater. Tonight we want to pray, Lord in my life, put high level of dissatisfaction satisfaction where I am and push me by your power to my next level. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, plant a high level of dissatisfaction to my current level and shift me and move me to my next level. In the name of Jesus, we will pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, for everyone that is too comfortable where you are, the Bible says that the part of the just is like a shining light. We are not designed to be in the same place. Father, we pray tonight, let a high level of dissatisfaction be planted in the life of everyone at the sound of my voice and let your power catapult us to the next level. In the name of Jesus, let your power catapult our lives to the next level in the name of Jesus. For everyone hearing me tonight, I come to decree in the name of Jesus a hunger for a change of level, a hunger for a change of condition is planted in your life tonight and my God will push you and shift you to your next dimension. I say my God will push you and lead you to your next dimension in the name of Jesus. We command the hole to be broken. We command the hole to be broken. We command the hole to be broken in the name of the Lord Jesus. Marshal Prakata, we command the hole to be broken in the name of Jesus. Every hold of darkness over our lives in the name of the Lord is broken tonight. It's broken tonight for everyone hearing me. If you have not discovered the purpose of God for your life, let there be a divine discovery in your life tonight. Divine discovery and the grace to walk and to do what God has called you to do is released in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight for we are shifting levels. We are changing levels in the name of Jesus. We are being catapulted by the Spirit of God to the next dimensions of our life and destiny. Father, we thank you tonight. We say, let your glory be revealed in the name of Jesus in our lives tonight. For everyone at the sound of my voice, we command divine empowerment by your Spirit. Divine empowerment to accomplish the purposes of the kingdom and the and the purpose is your place in our heart. Father, in the name of Jesus tonight, we change level. We thank you, mighty God. Let your name be glorified. Father, we give you the glory and praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Do you receive that tonight? We will lift your voice and thank the Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. We give you the praise and glory tonight. Our life will not remain the same. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Before we close tonight, if you're here tonight and Jesus is not the Lord of your life, I wanted to, I don't have to pray on screen. I want to pray with me, Father, Lord in heaven, I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord of my life. I repent of my sin. Wash me in the precious blood of Jesus and fill me with the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you pray that prayer tonight, I will encourage you to reach out to us you're going to see some of our information and we're going to lead you into the way of Christ. And your life will not remain the same. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now we are done tonight and uh, we're going to go to giving. If you want to give tonight, uh, if you're watching online, if you're in the room, the giving will then be displayed on your screen. And uh, as you sow into the kingdom, I say the Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. And for every giver, God will multiply your finances. 
everything you have sold into the work of God, God will reward you with abundance and increase. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We are done tonight. Anybody has any question? If you're in the room tonight, any question? I can invite some question. Any question? <laughs> okay. I want to ask for people who are online. So, one of the questions is tonight is, how does a person identify their gift? Well, you know, I think this question might be good we we like I said bring all of them together okay so anyway how how you discover your gifting that's the question she is asking now the thing is that number one for you to discover the gift that God has given you you see some sometimes when you see a problem you don't you see something you don't like it anything that you see number one you see you don't like that thing God has called you to solve it Sometimes you see something, you say, this thing is not supposed to be this way. Sometimes God is putting a hunger in your heart for you to know that this is your assignment. And another way to discover your gifting, that something that you, things that you like to do. Who is your mentor? Who do you like to follow? Who, what do you like to read? You see, what, what drives you? If you can be able to know what, what drives your life, what you like, I mean, in the positive direction, I mean, you know, you know, you know. So, you know, you know, if you have to discover what you have passion for, number one way to discover your gift: what are you passionate about? Because your passion has a lot to do with discovering the gift of God in your life. So, another way is for you to now, anytime that something you this is always in your heart. This you want to do this. You want to do this. You want to do this. So, some of them are pointer to your gifting and calling. And sometimes, there's something you see, you know, no, 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 no. This, you see, I read the book of Ezekiel, chapter 1. And the Bible says that Ezekiel, God gave him a vision in the midst of captivity. Sometimes when you are in a situation that doesn't look right, that is when God begins to reveal his plan for you. That's when you will begin to discover this thing is supposed to change. My life is not supposed to be this way. God will start to release something into your spirit. But number one way is what are you passionate about? Your passion. Your passion. Number two, what do you think that you want to change? This thing is not like it doesn't supposed it doesn't supposed to be this way. You need to be changed. What are what are those things? These are pointers. And when when you see these things, what you do, you take them to God in prayer. And allow God to direct you. Allow God to show you what it, it is exactly and what you are designed to accomplish. I don't know whether I don't know whether that helps someone. I know. Does that make sense? Anybody, do you have any contribution? Okay. Okay. So, okay, I, this, um, I think the best way to do this is just we always gather the, I will, please, if you're watching online and you have questions, please, I want you to gather, you put your questions together, send it to us as an email. I will always have one of, maybe at the end of the, of every series, I will now answer all the questions. That will make more sense like that. So, if you have questions, I encourage you to just send an email and put your questions there and send it to us then we can be able to, you know, pick all those questions and deal with them at the last section of the teaching. Amen? As we do that, the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you the glory and praise. Lord, we thank you, Lord. As we go tonight, we pray in the name of Jesus that you order our steps into our places of destiny. Lord, let your name be glorified. We thank you, mighty God. We give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Can we show them, man? Just want to thank you for joining tonight. And for those who are still at home, we encourage you to come out. <laughs> Amen? Come out. Come and worship. Come into the building. I keep, I keep saying this. Come and be part of the meeting in the church auditorium. Don't just watch online. As you do that, the Lord bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. Have a wonderful evening in Jesus' name.
hearing, but maybe it wasn't too loud. Maybe oh. I think maybe that.